Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Welcome in this week to Mox on the Mic as we wrap up the year of 2022. We're going to do it talking about a special event happening at the McKenzie Arena January 1st and 2nd. It is the Southern Scuffle. Now, if you were lucky enough to be one of the 27, 2800 folks that filed into the McKenzie Arena to see Chattanooga take on Iowa in wrestling a couple of weeks ago, you know uh, how good that venue is and just how exciting it can be when you've got high-level wrestling. This is as good as it gets. Short of the national tournament, you are not going to find more uh, top-quality collegiate wrestlers anywhere in the country than you will at the Southern Scuffle. It's January 1st and 2nd. That's a Sunday and a Monday. It's a great way to kick off your new year. You can come. You can watch some wrestling. You can still get home in time to be able to see some football. So uh, with all that being said, you can find your tickets. You can get them by calling uh, 266-MOX at the Arena Box Office. You can find out more by going online to gomox.com. All that being said, let's get into it. It's our guest this week, the head wrestling coach at Chattanooga, Kyle Rochelle. He'll have his squad competing in the Southern Scuffle, and that's where we start our conversation. So, Coach, what is your role in in putting this event together? What what part do you play in this? Um, I, I would like to say I run the whole thing, but I, I can't. Uh, I have to thank all like my administrator, um, the athletic department. Everybody kind of takes their own role and, and helps us run this. Mine is to help get the teams here and get the wrestling mats down. Everything else, um, Jay Blackman sets it all up and he runs it um, a top notch tournament. What's been the what's been the feedback over the the years that you've been here? What's been the feedback from uh, from the teams that you're able to uh, to to bring in here? Um, it's it's second to the national tournament. Um, we have highly ranked guys at 165 this year. I think we're going to have three returning national champions from the past. Uh, two at 165, one from 157. And so um, they know that they're going to get quality tur uh, turnout and they're going to see guys battle, um, not just here, but then they get the rebound and, and see them in March at the national tournament. So um, the coaches love it. Uh, and uh, we just continue to try and get the best guys here so our fans can, can come watch them. Now, this is a two-day event. It takes place uh, New Year's Day. And Monday, January the second. For those that have never been to a scuffle, that have never seen it, um, what's it like? Kind of take me take me through the day. Um, so from from shoot, I think it's ten or eleven a.m. until about ten or eleven p.m. You could be watching wrestling all day. Uh, the first day, there's eight wrestling mats down, um, and and you just see from national returning national champions to future all Americans to round of 12 guys to our guys that are nationally ranked fighting to get on the podium in March. Um, you just see the best in the country come and, and scrap here in McKenzie arena. Um, and then day two, we filter it down to four mats, um, bring the bleachers a little bit closer to the mat. So fans can get, um, right up next to them. And, and you see the guys that are placing at this tournament. And, um, usually those are the guys that are placing in March, um, for the national tournament. So where do I want to sit? If I'm coming to the arena, um, how do I want to position myself? Because 
you just said it. There's eight mats on the floor. There's a lot of action going on. What's the best seat? Uh, the padded ones, right? Um, the <laughs> ones that are right next to the mat. Um, the, on one side, those are rolled out both days. Um, and you can get padded seat backs for both days. And then day two, they, they pull the other side out as well um, and, and kind of narrow it down. And you can get seat padded uh seats right there next to the mat. And those are the ones to get. If not, you can just buy a general admission that can get you um, in the next level uh, of seating. You can still see everything great, um, but it just doesn't get you down next to those wrestlers. So will all of your guys compete in this? Uh, everybody except for the ones that are hurt or uh, yeah, uh, pretty much that. If they're not, if they're not healthy, we don't throw them out there but if they're healthy ready to go they need the experience um, our expectation is to want to wrestle the best and and get in the, on the podium in march to so be an all-american national champ and this is the tournament in our backyard that we should have the most success at because we get to sleep in our own beds tell us a little bit about the competition that's i know you've touched on it already but a little bit about some of the teams that are uh, that are coming to town and the uh in the competition um so Oklahoma State, they're always they've been coming for a long time. They're coming back. Um, you get to see Dayton Fix and all those guys. Um, Missouri, Keegan O'Toole being a returning national champion. Uh Elam at 197 right now. I think he's ranked number one in the country for Missouri as well. So you're gonna see those guys. Um, you're gonna see Iowa State. So David Carr coming in with Iowa State, who's ranked their whole team's ranked seventh in the country. Um, you get to see Minnesota, who's a top. 10 program perennially uh, each and every year. And they have nationally ranked guys and guys that you might see in the national finals as well. Um, and then we got two or three more big 10 teams in Purdue, um, Maryland, and I believe there's one more. Um, but I think the uh, Stanford's coming and there's a national champ, returning national champ from Stanford, another top 15 team. And so you're going to see the best and uh, you're going to find out why they're the best if you come and watch. Are you a little surprised to see Stanford here? Um, they they came last year as well. Um, it's it's a long trip for them, but they need to they need to come out east to see the East Coast a little bit, um, and and come to one of these big tournaments to to understand and be ready for for the March March Madness madness is what we call it. So they need to come out here. They need to wrestle. They need to get a good feel before they get into their conference tournaments um, and conference play. And so this is a great test for them. How big was it for a program like that to, to save their wrestling program like they did? Um, it's incredible. Uh, between their alumni, their support, for them to uh, basically say, no, we're not going to go down without a fight. That's the wrestling in all of us is, hey, we're going to keep fighting until um, there's no way out. There's no time left on the on the score clock. And so uh, they did a great job, um, and they they saved the sport. And so it's it's big because you want those you want those California schools to keep wrestling. It's a big state for wrestling. It's only one state tournament, but it takes four or five weeks for the, those high school kids to win a state tournament. So that that's a big plus for wrestling when you have a big school like a Stanford say, Hey, we're going to drop it. And then the wrestling community just backs them and says, no, we're not going to, we're not going to let that happen. You guys had a pretty special event in McKenzie arena, uh, earlier in December, uh, when, um, uh, when Iowa come to town, I thought it was, uh, uh, very well done, uh, very well organized and put on it. It really had a, a big time feel. And I thought your guys, 
especially in some of your, um, your lower weight classes really, really competed hard and, and did well. Uh, I know you weren't happy obviously with the end result, but you got to feel good with some things you saw there, don't you? Yeah. And I think, I think where guys need to work on consistency a little bit. So, um, not just wrestling to our competition. So Iowa's a big one, right? It's exciting. The lights are going. And I got to say, Mox Vision did a great job with the lighting, the show. Um, we got people into the the arena because Iowa's coming, but they left excited, not by just the wrestling, but by just, it was a great atmosphere. It was a show. And that's what we need to continue to do. Um, but our guys, our athletes individually need to just wrestle consistently, go out there and, and act like they're wrestling in Iowa every single time. Cause they, we saw some success in our guys. We saw more fight. Um, it needs to happen each and every week. And so, yeah, it was, it was a great time. Uh, 2,800 people in McKenzie arena and we had four wins and, all of them were all the ones we had were within two points, a couple overtime wins, a ride out win. So it was just really, really exciting for the fans. Um, and that's how our guys need to win. Uh, they need to be able to win those close ones and be a little more strategic sometimes. Do your guys like that? Do they like wrestling in, in that venue and that environment? Why wouldn't you? All right. And it's like, um, we talk about it. Our guys train so hard. Uh, they do the right things. And of course they're college kids. They're, they're knuckleheads from time to time, but they do the right things. I'm proud of them. And those are the moments that they'll remember forever is wrestling Iowa and McKenzie arena in their home, uh, home gym. Um, and that's kind of what we expect them to want to wrestle in front of, uh, at the national tournament, it's going to be the same way. You're going to be wrestling in front of tens of tens of thousands of people, right? There's going to be 17 to 20,000 people in the stands. And that's, that's what they got to get used to. And if they, they don't want that, I don't really know why they're at the division one level. You guys have a little bit of a break before the, before the Southern scuffle, roughly, oh, roughly, I guess, two weeks, yep. um, uh, in order to be able to, to get ready for the scuffle. So you've got, you got Christmas in there going on. What is the plan for you guys? What's the itinerary like? leading up to the scuffle um so yeah we just finished up this past friday uh with a couple duels we got back we need to we need to lick our wounds a little bit we need to get healthy and so we're going to stay in shape but we had a lot of technique we got to get better at so right now we're going over front headlock and short offense position making the guys suffer if they shoot on us or try to take us down we got to make those guys suffer a little bit and start to question oh do i really want to take leg attacks on this guy. Um, and so we're going over that over the next couple of days. Um, and then they get to go home for Christmas after the, after practice on the 21st, and then they get to stay there until the 26th travel back. And then we have practice on the 27th to get their weight down, get the Christmas cookies out of them a little bit. Um, and get them geared up and mentally ready for that Southern scuffle. Cause what happens at the scuffle could, you know, give them a good traje trajectory for the rest of the season. Right. If I'm coming to the scuffle, give me the weight class that I want to be there to see. Which one is it? Any one of the mocks in. <laughs> Every <laughs> single one. But uh the one that's gonna pull people in is 165. Again, there's three national champions that are gonna be at that weight. Um, and David Carr from Iowa State, Shane Griffith from Stanford, and Keegan O'Toole, returning national champ at 165. And I think he's on like a 40 match win streak. 
And so it's going to be a great tournament at that weight. But then 197, I believe there's three of the top four ranked guys in the country. Um, those are the, probably the top two right now, just looking at it. Um, but it could it could turn heads here shortly and it could be any of these weight classes. You're going to see guys on the podium. So um, it, it's going to be a lot of fun. But 165, that's the one to watch out for. All right, Coach, uh, again, want to remind folks, if they don't have the tickets yet for the uh, for the Southern Scuffle, you can you can call the Arena Box Office, right, 266-MOX, and get your tickets that way. You can find them online at gomox.com, right? Yes, sir. All right, Coach, appreciate it. We will talk. Hey, you guys have another one coming up mid-January, West Virginia coming to town. Um, that'll be another big one, and uh, we'll try to catch up again before uh, before the Mountaineers come. That sounds great. Hey, thanks to Coach Rochelle for giving us some time and best of luck to the Mox as they compete in the Southern Scuffle. Again, if you don't have your tickets, make it a point, get your tickets, and be there January 1st and 2nd. It is the premier event in collegiate wrestling, and it's one that you are not going to want to miss. And don't forget, Mox back in action at home January the 13th. That's a Friday night. And they'll have West Virginia come calling another big time opponent, very quality uh, wrestling program that will be coming in to face the mocks. Thanks to Coach Rochelle for being with us. Thanks to you for being with us this week as well. And a happy new year to you. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review uh, Mox on the Mic. It helps us find Mox fans. It helps Mox fans find us. So if you're on uh, Apple, uh, iTunes, uh, wherever you're downloading this from, again, subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate it. We're glad to have you with us. We look forward to catching up with you again after the first of the year. We're back with you in January. We'll see you then. Until then, Happy New Year and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.